Questions mm-hmm. becomes very one-sided and boring it does, for me. It does. So how I like to do it is, I like to l- give you like a little rundown, and then let you know that. Dang, I'm like tired. Never <gasps> <laughs> hold my breath and shit. So how this works uh-huh. is, this is the Natural Thoughts and Talks podcast. Mm-hmm. This is the NTT podcast. What I'm doing is developing a network. Okay. So this will eventually be the NTT network. Who knows when? Five years, ten years from now, we got mm-hmm. time. We'll have several shows underneath this network, all producing diverse content from, you know, leaders of our generation or whoever, what is going on. Mm-hmm. So this is like Amazon before it became Amazon. You know I what I mean? That. Like we're in the, the gutter stages mm-hmm. on the floor rising. Right. So like I said, anything you're comfortable sharing with on here mm-hmm. or anything that you're uncomfortable with sharing, you just be like, ah, I don't want to talk about that. I'm not here trying to get like exclusive data out right. of you. It's one of those things like if you're okay. cool with it, I'm cool with it. I'm ready. Let's do this. I was so excited to talk to you. I didn't even prepare any questions. <laughs> Usually with boring people, right. not boring people, just like older people, right. I have to come up with like at least 10 questions. Right. That way, if it gets weird, I can just like pull out my notes and be mm-hmm. like, whatever, and just go. All right, guys, welcome back to Natural Thoughts and Talks. I'm your host, Venture, and we got a really good episode for you today. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Michelle, and a little bit about myself. Um, I don't know. What should I talk about in regards talk to Talk about whatever you want to talk about. You talk about the I day, see. the weather. Where are you from? Here, how about this? My okay. bad. I kind of threw you off the deep end right there. <laughs> yeah. My bad. I didn't mean to do that. It was just after your great leadership in our class today. <laughs> I just so thought you were just going to run with it. It's good. Let's put the training okay, wheels on. Yeah, yeah. Where are you from? I'm from Garden Grove. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Vietnamese. Where'd you go to high school? I went to Bolsa Grande. I've never heard of Bolsa Grande. It's deep in Garden Grove, okay. actually. Um, and then after that, I went to Orange Coast College for a little bit. Okay, I know OCC. Mm-hmm. And then I transferred over to Long Beach, mm-hmm. where I studied nutrition and dietetics. Thought I was going to go to PA school or doing something in the medical field, but I'm like, no, this is not for me. So I like did a 360 turn. I'm like more into finance now, and that's... Where I work with you now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's what, I mean, I'm still figuring out my life along the way, kind of just putting myself out there and just doing what I know already, but also throwing myself into situations that I probably would have not done years from now or years ago. Mm-hmm. But I mean, so far it's working out, but also challenging, I would say. I like that. Yeah. One of the things that drew me to you is, A, I could tell you're a really good student behind me mm-hmm. because all the fucking clicking. Oh, it's your <laughs> nails, though, too. Oh, That's why nails. I made it so loud. Yeah. I remember I was like, one of the days I was like, God damn, what is she doing back there? Like, And it was one of those things, too, because I'm a terrible student. Right. Like, as far as just like, mm, wing it, we'll be all right. But the way I got through all of my schools, I was so charismatic. Mm-hmm. I'd always be cool with the teacher. Like, mm-hmm. I'd always make the class. I don't know if you noticed, too, but just like. My personality is always mm-hmm. something that aids within the teacher's like curriculum. Right. And then I always am just like, hey, I just want to get a C. They're like, try a little bit. You get a B. They just push me through every mm-hmm. class I've been through in my life. So I knew that you were a good student. And I was like, that's good. There's a lot of good students here. But you had a nice charisma about you. Mm-hmm. And you're so young in this business, just like me, right. where I was like, oh, yeah. If she follows directions and is actually has like the discipline to do things on her own, mm-hmm. she'll go very far, just like me. So that's why I wanted you to have you on and just like, and oh, you also went to Cal State Long Beach too. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool because mm-hmm. we were asking about it, blah, blah, blah. And I was yeah. like, oh, you went to Long Beach when I was there? I was there too. So, <laughs> you know, it's like good just grabbing alumni right. and kind of sticking together, mm-hmm. you know? So Tell me about yourself, though. Like, what was it like growing up? What was your deal? Do you have your parents at home? What did they do? Um, do you have any siblings? I do. I have three younger siblings. Oh, so you're the oldest. I'm the oldest. Yeah, I'm the <laughs> oldest as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, I only have one little sister, one little but sister. she's a lot. She needs a lot of management and guidance. So, <laughs> Oh, man. What are their names? Like, um, what do they do? So I have a sister. She's graduating from Bolsa this year. And then another sister, she's in her first year of college, finishing up her first year. My brother, he's also at Long Beach, actually. Oh, that's awesome. He is an engineer major. Okay. Um, he should be finishing up like two years from now. Smart guy then, mm-hmm. huh? Oh, yeah, he's smart. 
I think all my siblings are really smart, like probably a lot smarter than me. Really? <laughs> in my opinion. I like that. But um, growing up, being the oldest, lots of, I would say, responsibilities. Lots of pressure, actually. Okay. Um, I don't know how it was with you, but mm-hmm. for me, being the oldest, a clear guinea pig child. Yes. My parents had me super young, too, so oh, I don't really? know how you were, but my parents mm-hmm. were in college, like at Long Beach um, oh, wow. when they had me. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like it's just one of those things where I was able to watch my parents grow. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like apartment to apartment, just like scraping to kind of get by, do a job. We always had everything we needed and everything we wanted. But right. as like now my sister's kind of growing up and go through high school, it's like they bought a house. They live mm-hmm. in Vegas. Like they're they're oh, killing it now. Okay. I'm really proud of them. So like they're super wow. stable financially. And I don't know, just when you're when you're stable and you have kids, you get a little lazy, I think. I mm-hmm. don't know. You just, what do you think? Like oh. when do you want, do you even want to have kids? Probably not right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I want to be financially stable at least. Yeah. Or to build some sort of empire for myself so that I could first treat myself and then after that have kids and like live that life with them too. But eventually I would love to have kids. Um, Does it cross my mind? Probably not at the moment. Um, What about you? Do you want kids? I want as many kids as I can handle. I'll Mm -hmm. have 10. I'll have 12. I want like an entire tribe Mm -hmm. just because, um, I don't know, like it's super cool. I want a big family. I want Mm -hmm. so many personalities. And also I want to adopt as many kids as I can afford too. So it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not going to let Hannah's vagina dictate Mm -hmm. (laughs) how many kids, you know what I mean? So it's like, I think (laughs) I'll match whatever she's able to pay. If she has Mm -hmm. three, we'll adopt three and then you will have six. So like, that's, that's my idea. I should probably talk to her about that too. Cause I haven't even, I just came up with that. Like Mm -hmm. you can kind of, however many she creates, (laughs) we can just, we'll match it and Mm -hmm. double it. So that would be super cool. But I was also drawn to you because of the tattoo on your finger. Are we oh, yeah. able you got such a <laughs> you got a lot of personality coming on. It's just looking at your finger and it just says fuck you. Yes, so it does like, say fuck you. <laughs> so tell me about that. What are the uh, occurrence of events that lead to a fuck you? Honestly, okay, so this happened like three, four years ago, right? Me and my friend. We were driving home from Big Bear after like a whole day of snowboarding. So she originally just wanted to go to get her some piercings done. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be there too. I might as well get something done. So I'm like, okay, let's get a finger tattoo. But I was thinking something nice, like a little flower or something, a little art here and there. But she's like, you know what? Say, like, you should do fuck you. I'm like, fuck it? Should I just do it? And then I got fuck you. She got fuck off. In the same spot? <laughs> in the same spot. That's funny. I know. But, um, yeah, it was the most painful thing I've ever experienced. In the finger, it just felt yeah. like it was pulling the skin off or yeah, what? Yeah, it was bad. That's interesting. Oh, because you have small hands too. So, like, compared to my hands, mm-hmm. I do notice because I have my a piece done on my ribs mm-hmm. and it felt like someone was just ripping my rib out. So that's why mm-hmm. I haven't gotten any work done, yeah. like, since then. But it was weird because a lady next to me, that's how like men and women deal with the pain differently. Right. She was just having a conversation, oh like talking gosh. about her breakfast. But it's like weird how, like if I got one on my hand, I don't think it would hurt that mm-hmm. much. But I don't know. You should try the ribs or the feet too. Yeah. Like I think Hannah's going to get a foot one soon mm-hmm. and it's like going to hurt. You know. Yeah. Because, you know, where our fingers are, it's a lot thinner mm. where the skin is. So it does hurt a little more. And I, I think I believe men or women do have a longer... Um, pain tolerance, sorry, a uh, higher pain tolerance mm-hmm. than men, right? I think just in everything, and just in life. <laughs> that's one of the coolest things, mm-hmm. too, like with our job is I just like being around strong women. Right. That's one of my things is like it's awesome seeing several, such a diverse group mm-hmm. of like powerful ladies. Um, who do you look up to? Who do I look up yeah. to? Yeah. Who are some of your maybe heroes or Mount Rushmore of people that you like rock with that you look up to who are some of your favorite females males you know non-binaries whatever Mm -hmm. you want like just anyone celebrities or even family members anyone i would prefer maybe who are some of the strongest women in your life that you can think Mm -hmm. of my mom yeah tell me about her she's the strongest woman i mean 
I feel like most of my independent traits are just like this energy that I do carry with myself. Based like I think it does come from my mom. What's her I name? I mean, her mom's just my mom's name is Jessica. Jessica. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Jessica. <laughs> so, um, growing up, I didn't really get along with my dad. Okay. Um, it's pretty tough growing up with my dad. You know, being in a Vietnamese household, um, even being the oldest daughter in the Vietnamese household, there's a lot of pressure that, you know, I had to face growing up, whether it's having to look after my siblings. Well, I mean, both my parents were working parents, so that's like a responsibility that I had to take over. Um, I didn't really have that much of my alone time, or I would say like my me time, to really, <clears throat> excuse me, to really figure out what I really liked in life or what I really enjoyed doing because most of the time I just wanted acceptance from my parents, to be honest. Um, and I think that did play a role in, you know, the decisions that I've made in the past or even today. But for the longest time, I, or even still today, I still try to live up to my parents' expectations. But I've definitely cut back on that and I started setting boundaries with them. And oh boy, did that create tension because yeah. that's something that I would say my dad is not used to. Um, yeah, you know, Asian parents, they expect you to, you know, either whether to become a doctor, a lawyer, engineer, whatever it is. So I had this initial thought that, okay, maybe they want me to get into the medical field. So I busted my ass. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just study science. I was not good at it. I mean, I enjoyed learning about it, but it did take me a lot of work to really pass those classes, mm -hmm. and it did take up a lot of my time. But I wish I got into finance earlier or just anything that related to finance. But, I mean, I'm doing that right now. Yeah. I know that growing up I was really good with, you know, math at least. Um, but I realize, I think like in 2020, when the pandemic hit, right, I was like, you know, that's when TikTok was blowing up and I'm like watching a bunch of videos like, and it really inspired me to think about what I want now. Mm -hmm. And so, but I'm like facing this problem, it's like. What do I want? And how do I know what I want? And the only way that you'll know what you want is if you put yourself out there or like put yourself in any situation that you can think of, whether it's like a new job. Like you want a new job? Like go find a new job. You're not sure if you want to work that job? I mean, just try it out and figure it out. That's your answer if you want to stay in there or not. And that was something that I did a lot. Like, job after job, but it was just for me to figure out if the the ethics that came with worth ethics that it came with was right for me mm -hmm. or even the lifestyle that it came with. Another thing that helped me figure out what I wanted was also saying no to things that no longer aligned with me, whether it was excuse me, like cutting off toxic relationships or even some friendships. But doing so helped me get closer to, I would say, what I want. Um, yeah. That's I mean, awesome. If there's anything else that I could think of, like I'll just talk about it. Yeah. But like, that's it. That was yeah. good. I really, and I'm doing good of just letting it run its course. I'm not yeah. here to cut. I'm perfect at cutting people off. That's my okay. bait. <laughs> I write it down. You mm -hmm. see, I write it down. I go, oh, let me work this. 
my mother. It's really mm-hmm. funny that you say that your father is the one that um, you got to put these boundaries up, or is he the main driver? Would you say of your like childhood as far as like you have to be this, you have to do this? Because here's how my mom is, and this mm-hmm. is what we're going through right now. Right. I've always been very independent, like mm-hmm. from four. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've had my own thoughts. You know, people go, um, you remember you'd hear kids in school being like, oh my gosh, uh, why are we here, right? This is such a waste of time. Yeah. And then you go, well, what else are you going to do? Like, And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I don't know. Go play video games or something. I was like, I'm going to go fucking ball out. Like, right. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm going to go build some shit that's way bigger than you. Or I used to look at teachers. I love teachers. It's a crazy job. It's a lot. They expect a lot. But at the end of the day, I was like, oh no, I'm going to be far more successful than you like Mm -hmm. not as far as just like money or anything like i will build schools you work in the school i'll fucking build it you know what i mean so it's like i've always had that mentality but Mm -hmm. my mother it's a little bit interesting so you see kino kino is a dog that like i hope you know someday soon you can come to the park with us and watch kino work Mm -hmm. he's whatever you just saw times it by a hundred that dog will tear the muscle off your bicep like if he so he's so happy right so right. happy let's say if hey, somebody's walking around with hannah and tries to fuck with hannah mm-hmm. kina will flip a switch and be in your ass so fast that's like i just don't it's amazing like as far wow. as kino does things with his body that you're like the naked eye doesn't register mm-hmm. so you know how let's say somebody was coming up this is always guys that i have on right we've had a few guests that are like i think i could beat kino in a fight or something like that because mm-hmm. i would do this and i would do that right Kino would have both your arms bitten before you could grab. He would grab this mm-hmm. one. You would try to hit it. He would grab the other oh one. And then he'd go to the throat. And then mm-hmm. he would do that. Like, it would just be such a big problem that mm-hmm. nobody wants to have. That's kind of how I was as a child. Mm-hmm. I didn't need parents that needed to push me. However, my mother was a lot of, like, trauma and stuff on her end. I don't really mm-hmm. want to psychoanalyze what's going on with her. However, yeah. I don't need to tell Kino to go run. Kino already runs. There's no reason for me to scream at Kino. You need to be running because that motherfucker gets outside and he wants to go. That's how I am. So I already had a lot of fire and a lot of drive coming Mm -hmm. up. My mom just kept pouring more and more gasoline, more and more gasoline. Go, Mm -hmm. go, go, go to the point where now, you know, as 18, you know, the normal time when you move out, you go to Mm -hmm. college, those normal transitions. Now, like where I'm working a new job, kind of building some stuff. You got to set those boundaries of like, hey, you can't really tell me what to do. Or here's the thing is if you're continuing to try to influence some of the decisions that I've made, Mm -hmm. same thing. Mom probably wanted me to be a lawyer. Mom probably wanted me a doctor or an educator or professor, something like that. She's very successful in her realm. At the end of the day, I knew what interests me is money. It's always been money. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's something in my head that never clicked over to be like, my passion was always money. So it's mm-hmm. always been like, I don't understand the idea of working as like a nurse or a firefighter. Mm-hmm. Why do you do that right. for money? Well, why don't I just go to work and try to just, that mm-hmm. is work is money. So right. it's like just a natural thing. But we've gone through such a like batting of heads and just so like, like my mom was crying yesterday, I think on mm-hmm. the phone about just like me not going to my graduation and oh it's gosh. just one of those things where it's like, I didn't go. I don't know if you went to your graduation. But I like, did not. That's what I'm saying. It just wasn't important to me. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, I'm trying to get my ass in fucking New York life because that's where my money is. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to, you know, fucking help as many people and provide value, exactly. you know? And she's, no, you have to do this. Why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this? And, this? and I'm like, yeah. whose name is on the graduation? What are you talking yeah. Venture O'Neill. So mm-hmm. Venture O'Neill decides what's going on over there. Like you had mm-hmm. your graduation. So it's just so tough sort of. I'm at a position right now where I have to set these boundaries because if I don't, you know, power is never really given up mm-hmm. until you, I'm not saying take it, but just you have to neutralize it at some yeah. point. So it's like a, hey, uh, mom, hey, dad, if this is how you think it's going to continue, you've been doing it this way for like 18 to 20 years. Mm-hmm. You did a great job. Let go. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like let go. It's very hard for parents to let go though. And I understand because it's so risky. Like, it, this is so risky. This is my daughter. This is my son. This world is so rough and aggressive. I want to know, sort of, like, you relate to that at all? I mean, for sure. I can relate to the point where you said that you didn't walk or, mm-hmm. like, you didn't want to, you know, get on stage. I did not do that. I graduated, but I did not want to do that. I mean, for that reason, it's because 
I was like, I'm graduating with this degree. Although I do love learning about nutrition. But is that, I don't know, I just felt like it didn't resonate with me. So I'm like, I don't want to do this. Or I don't really feel like doing that. I mean, aside from that, I was going through some things during that time period. But it did leave a bad taste in my dad's mouth just because he thought all this time I didn't even go to school or I didn't have anything going on for myself. So, you know, I mean, there's like a huge history of what me and my dad went through. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like another story to tell. It's all good. <laughs> Probably another podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I could definitely relate to you with that on that. Yeah. So didn't graduate or not just didn't want to go through the whole graduation process. Uh-huh. Wanted to start. And here's my thing is I felt like I couldn't imagine sitting with, you know, several hundred other young mm-hmm. adults and, you know, they throw the hat and they do the thing. I didn't even want to go to my high school graduation. It was really? so whack. And But just the idea of like, oh, yeah, now we're successful. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I just paid a fuck ton of money for a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> a, you know how, first of all, this apartment's expensive as fuck. Yeah. It's not expensive if you work full time. It's expensive mm-hmm. if you're trying to slave away on the back of a jet ski, yeah. go to class, go work three part-time jobs, still have a dog. You see how needy that motherfucker is. <laughs> uh, have Hannah, have a social life. Like, it's mm-hmm. crazy. So I was like, no, I don't have good memories of Cal State Long Beach. Mm-hmm. Like, this was something that I had to go do because it was mandatory. I'm trying to get the fuck out of here mm-hmm. and just pay my bills and, like, yeah. grow and do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was on. And, you know, it's kind of weird. But mm-hmm. as far as, like, the family that I'm looking to build, I'm looking to build a unit of people that everyone's voice matters. Mm-hmm. Everybody's working for... I'm not saying a common goal. I guess the common goal would be to do whatever makes them happy. Right. To reach whatever their goal of happiness Mm -hmm. is. And whether that's like blood related, it's irrelevant to me. Because I have aunts I don't speak to. My Mm -hmm. It was so weird. My birthday was last week. And my grandmother called me for the first time in I think like 17 or 18 years. Wow. I didn't even know who it was on the phone. I answered it because I thought it was a potential client. I was like, yo, (laughs) hello, who is this? And I was like, who's this? Okay, all right. Hi, grandma. You know what I mean? Like, And that's just because she has her own thing going on. Like, it's whatever. I don't know what her demons are. But at the end of the day, I know I had a childhood without her. Mm -hmm. So... It, you can't just expect to waltz right in and That's act like true. everything's all right. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things of just like, but like I have aunts that I would uh, do whatever for. Like when mm-hmm. I buy this mansion, hey, here's your room. Like do whatever because mm-hmm. they've been there forever. Like yeah. that was the first policy I wrote was on my aunt and mm-hmm. you know, it like helped me to get the trigger requirements okay. and all that. All so right. it's like one of those things mm-hmm. of just been thinking about the future Mm -hmm. and how much pressure it was to get on quote-unquote the right path when did you know or do you even know now sort Mm -hmm. of like where you want your life to head and what was that process did you know while you're at Long Beach in high school do you know now are you still looking for it what do you Mm -hmm. think what do you mean by process like like when did you know when when did your light bulb turn on when I see. when did you receive this level of drive that you have now right i hear what you're saying you're I very see. engaged you're very mm-hmm. focused you know what you want to do right mm-hmm. now why why don't you want to go work at 711 okay so where do i start i mean i think in high school right um i've always had that drive to like okay i want to build something for myself so that I can get the fuck out of the house. That was the move since high school, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think the one thing, you know, growing up, I didn't have much either. And so that drive to make money, to like hustle, to provide that for myself was has always been in the back of my head. And so I think I did carry that with me. But at one point, I did feel as if, I like to call it, I became a robot to society. That's mm. why. And that's when I was really focused on, okay, I'm going to go to PA school. But then during COVID, right, 
that's when I started learning more about finance and like there's other ways to make money. Pretty much anything. There's so many ways yeah. to make money. And the last thing I want to do is to put myself through a set schedule mm. every week, like a nine to five. Like imagine being a PA and just working that that many hours a week. And I'm just like, I don't think I could do that. What is a PA? Physician assistant. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought it was. But mm-hmm. I, I'm the guy that asked the question yeah, just okay. to make sure. <laughs> like, yeah, let me ask. <laughs> I really like that because here's what I'm thinking. We've gotten growing up a lot of mm-hmm. advice off of outdated data. Yes. Very outdated. Um, oh, my gosh. There's you need a safe career, right? Quote yeah. unquote. But at the end of the day, we live in a age where not only has communicate, fuck dude, we're on a podcast, we're on mm-hmm. YouTube, we're on everything. Communication so has things. increased. So we really do live in a world where if I had to tell somebody, if I was talking to myself in the mirror, I go, hey, young man or young woman, follow your passion, mm-hmm. master your craft. And if you are the best in the industry at what you do, the money's mm-hmm. going to come. Exactly. I don't give a fuck if you're a baker. I guarantee mm-hmm. you, if you open up the number one bakery in LA, you're going to be killing it. Or mm-hmm. how think about how many bakeries you could open if you have the best bread on the block. Right. Come on now. Like, mm-hmm. that's all you got to do. Exactly. So you just, and then it's one of those things of like, well, I don't know what my passion is. Well, guess what? You need to know what your goal is to figure out what the fuck your passion mm-hmm. is. You don't have it. You need to figure out what your goals are. What do you yeah. like? What are you into? What do you not like? Just like you were saying earlier, mm-hmm. fucking try, go work at the bakery on the corner you're like damn i hate dealing with the general public they (laughs) suck like these people are assholes and then i like that's what was me i was Mm -hmm. like fuck i don't want to do this so what do i want to do i want something that's flexible i want something where i control my schedule the sky is the limit Mm -hmm. because i don't know how you are but i'm the type of guy that if i know how much money i'm making like if it's a minimum wage job or i know Mm -hmm. how many hours i'm working Mm -hmm. Like class, if I know how many hours I'm there, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like this, I get a little depressed. I hate school. I'm sorry. But the, <laughs> I don't like right? school. But the idea of the unknown of like, uh-huh. huh, I got to make some sales today. Mm-hmm. Where is it coming from? Right. I don't know. Oh, hey, Michelle, come on. We got to go make these calls. We got to go do these things. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's go try to do this uh, idea event to where, you know, we might meet some people and some yeah. great things might happen. Mm-hmm. That interests me. That like question mark of going, mm-hmm. figure out the question mark. So that's what I'm about. What about you? Like, is that kind of how you are too? or what? So with me, it's more so if I could put in the work and time into something and potentially that work and time can make me even more money, then I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Versus, you know, working a job where they give you like a set rate. Me personally, I don't like that. Or... I don't think I would want that just because it's like no matter how much work you put in, you're going to get the same rate no matter no, no, like sorry, no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. But like in terms of sales or in terms of like what we're doing right now with New York Life, it's like yeah, it's going to be tough at first. It's you're going to put in a lot of work at first, but like hey, it's going to pay off. It just takes some time, mm-hmm. but the idea of that is what drives me. Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite books or movies? Hmm. Are you a big reader? Are you a big movie watcher? What are What are you into? That is tough. I don't usually watch any shows. Um, I do enjoy watching movies. I have a genre that I usually like watching. It's thriller. Okay. Anything that has to do with kidnapping movies, I don't know why. It just like gives me adrenaline. I'm like, what's gonna happen? Oh shit. Yeah. Like, is she good? So, like, like what are some of your favorite thrillers? Ah, uh, I can't name any movies on the top of my head. Is it so like an action movie, or is it a specific thriller? It's like, it's more so, like I said, kidnapping movies. Anything. That involves kidnapping for some reason. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, you're a creep, but... huh? <laughs> no, not like that. <laughs> not like that. It's like I don't know. It. I or I like watching movies that are based on true stories. So uh, maybe that's me too. Yeah. That's probably why I'm so drawn to like movies like that because it's like 
it kind of prepares me to in a way mm. or it's like it kind of tells me the what ifs like oh shit like what's gonna happen like now i know stay away from people like that <laughs> yeah my favorite movies are uh-huh. based on like eras yeah. Like I like um if we're talking about the industrial revolution or yeah. something like a like this guy was working in the coal mine and he worked it out and he ended up building uh-huh. like the biggest coal mine in history or something like right. that. Cool movies like that or if it's about like uh you know the civil rights era mm-hmm. like a movie about Martin Luther King or if it's about like old school LA culture uh from like 90s hip hop mm-hmm. and you have like a movie about that or okay. stuff like that. I also love it when movies are um like on vacation settings like if they're in a tropical thing or like because i get to go with you like something um like crazy rich asians Mm -hmm. or like another type of rom-com that just like comes in and you Mm -hmm. just get to like chill out Mm -hmm. i do enjoy a good romance movie too um aside from movies books i'm not a big reader but i'm trying to get into that um i did start a couple books that I did not finish. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, I like to read self-help books. Yeah. But I can tell you, I do enjoy listening to podcasts. I think that's what I do most of my time. Yeah. Um, the genre that I do, or like topics that I do like to listen to, usually relates to like self-help. Like, let's say I'm lacking confident. At the very moment, I would search up, hey, like, how to build up your confidence. So it's like podcasts are my therapy. I thought you just said, let's say, take I'm black and confident. And I was like, dang, you just put me onto a good podcast. (laughs) I'm black and confident. But yeah, you're lacking confidence. You like to pop into who are some of your, like, people that you might want to put on? Um, I don't have a favorite. Okay. I kind of just go through the search lists and I just click what I think could resonate with me. Mm-hmm. Um, also, how I, how, like, how I know it's going to resonate with me is the voice and the energy that I feel. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it, but I just, I do feel an energy when I am listening to this. And yeah. if it does click, then I will listen to you. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. like that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely like after the show, there's a whole bunch of books over there that mainly self-help like it's a bunch of good wow. stuff a bunch of old stuff but i think you'll like some of them what's your favorite uh my some of my favorite authors mm-hmm. i love tony robbins tony one robbins. of my favorite books is over there awaken the giant within mm-hmm. my favorite quote from that guy is people often overestimate what they can do in one year but mm-hmm. underestimate what they can do in a lifetime you know so it's kind of about delayed gratification mm-hmm. stuff like that i love malcolm gladwell's the outliers um, what are some other ones? Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey came out over the pandemic. That was a really big one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, what's his name? Uh, Miyamatu Musashi, The Book of Five Rings, I think is... No, no, no. Or is it The Way of the Warrior? One of them. Oh, no. The Art of War. Mm-hmm. One of those. Super good, too. Uh, yeah, I like them all. Just like books are my shit. I used to walk a lot of dogs. Mm-hmm. So every time I'd walk a dog, like if it was a 30 minute walk, hour walk, I just put on like an audible book. Oh, okay. Just like crank it through. So that was one of the things too, where I've been fortunate enough to have really good leadership and good mm-hmm. mentors right. from young, you know, 12, 13, 14 mm-hmm. to people who like put me onto certain ideas and thoughts and mm-hmm. laid a foundation that wasn't finance related or wasn't right. like any industry specific, but it was just like how to develop as a successful human being mm-hmm. and somebody who, you know, really cares for others, really works hard. That way, whatever industry I did choose to go into, mm-hmm. those skills are transferable, you know, wherever. So that was what I've been on. But um, that's cool. Now we've been going kind of deep. Let's keep mm-hmm. it kind of like, let's go a little lighter. What are like some of your favorite places to eat? What are you into lately? Lately, oh man, you're asking someone that loves food. Yeah. That's hard. But I can tell you I do enjoy eating Laos. Okay. Laotian food, Thai food, Japanese food, of course Vietnamese. Mm -hmm. Um, But my favorite right now, I think it has to be... That's hard. I haven't been eating out. I've been trying to save money. Mm-hmm. 
but I can tell you my go-tos. Yeah. Um, I do love beef larb. What's is, that? It's a lao laoshen dish. I love beef. Hold on, let me mm-hmm. Google it. What is it called? Beef larb. Beef larb. Or beef lab. L a a what? L a r b. L a r b. Let's see here. So good. Oh, this looks good. It's really good. It's a beef salad. Mm-hmm. But the, I don't know what they put in it, but the flavors in it so good. Yeah. I'm with this. I do enjoy omakase. Omakase. Mm-hmm. Spell that. What is that? But you're not you're not a, like a raw fish fan, so. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I'm not with that. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing too: is I have a little bit of a shellfish allergy oh, too, do? to where it's like it makes me want to throw up. So oh, like really? shrimps and crabs and lobsters and stuff. So, so yeah, I feel a little like gross afterwards. But also uncooked fish. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think I'm fine. But it just kind of reminds me. It's just the smells, right. stuff like that. I just mm-hmm. stay away from it. But if you like get a good like smoked salmon or something like that, I can eat that. No problem. Okay. So I think going back to our topic in regards to how, what's it like growing up, right? Mm-hmm. So strict parents. I didn't really have... Honestly, I couldn't really go out. That's one thing. And I feel like that did interfere with my social skills for some time. Or even my social life. But as soon as I graduated high school, right? Um, I was like, I need to get out. So what did I do? I moved in with my boyfriend. Oh. Or my ex okay. at the time, right? And my parents didn't know about that. I told them that I was dorming. Oh, at Cal State Long Beach? So, or oh, at OCC? <laughs> no, so at, during this time, I was... Uh, going to school at Cal State Fullerton before okay. I, you know, left, went to OCC. But I told them that I was at Cal State Fullerton for some time or just dorming there just so that I could have that freedom for mm-hmm. myself. And that's what I did. Um, and that's what, I mean, it really taught me um, the type of financial responsibilities I had to take on, whether it's like really taking care of myself, you know, I don't have my mom to cook for me anymore. Yeah, groceries are expensive mm-hmm. as hell, too. Oh, yeah. And then, like, I don't have my mom to tell me, hey, you got to, like, go here. Like, you know, telling you to, what is it? It's time to you do homework. Yeah, or, like, scheduling yes, everything yeah. and guiding you through that. Yeah. Did your ex-boyfriend also, was he going to school at the time or was he just <laughs> vibing out? It took me some time to convince him to... Do something for himself. Oh, okay. So, um, it did play a factor in our relationship, I would say. But me being there, even though it was better at home, I was willing to stay there. But me staying there probably was not a good idea either. But I wasn't willing to go back home. Eventually, I did, like probably a year later. Because I don't know why. I think it was just I, I think during that time I just thought it would be better, just because of what me and my ex were going through during that time. Mm-hmm. And what made you kind of like realize what was the kind of the breaking point or the growth pattern where mm-hmm. you were like, oh okay, I understand this. This isn't working for me, so this is what I have to be doing. Like, mm-hmm. what was kind of something that made you? You don't have to like go too deep into it, but mm-hmm. just because a lot of people really don't understand, right? Mm-hmm. I, me personally. I was just really good at it. Like, I was just really good at, like, this is what I'm looking for. I want to build this, want to do this. And it Mm -hmm. wasn't like I had these high standards or anything like that. I was very, it could have been whatever. It just happened Mm -hmm. to be this pretty girl from Sweden Mm -hmm. who had, like, really good foundations, really good work ethic. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, this is what I want to do. She's like, this is what I want to do. And I said, let's do that together. Okay. I love that. We've been rolling ever since. Mm -hmm. So not everybody's that lucky or that maybe, like, um intentional Mm -hmm. with their yeah actions Mm -hmm. tell me because it really helps through your story help somebody else's story as far as like some Mm -hmm. young lady in high school that maybe doesn't know what she's doing but her best option right now is to move in with your boyfriend Mm -hmm. right out of high school like that with no incomes Mm -hmm. in southern california (laughs) with i could have told you that was a shit option right off the bat if you would have known me i'd have been like "Ah, Mm i don't do that you know so what were you thinking 
honestly, during that time, I was already going through shit in high school. Um, and especially with myself. And even, like, it was already bad at school. And then it was bad at home. And I'm like, you know, but I do feel good with my boyfriend. Or my boyfriend at the time, so... Are you single right now? I'm single now. Okay. I've been single for three years since that relationship. All right, guys. I feel welcome great. up, Michelle, if <laughs> looking for a good time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what I learned from that relationship is that I really... It was a reflection of my relationship with my dad. Oh, wow. And it was something that I was so used to that I didn't see it as a problem at all. And because it was, I did feel safer with him than I did with my dad at home that, you know, why not leave? But I wasn't really thinking about the other factors. I just really wanted to get out of the house. Like, you know, like I said, in high school, my goal was to just get out of the house, Mm -hmm. get a good career go to school, get out. That's it. But that day when I made that decision, it was just for freedom. Um, I don't regret it just because now I know not to, or now I know to not ever do that or to not get into, not never leave a situation Even though it could be better. No, hold on. Let me reword this. It's like. You don't want to quit a job before you have another job. You don't want to sort of like swing from one opportunity without having another one to grab onto or what? It's more so. As bad as it is at home, try to fix and heal what's at home first before you know you move out you put yourself out there in a situation that you think could be better but it's just as bad and me making that jump made me realize that hey I honestly was blindsided by the traumas Mm. I would say that's crazy. Yeah. I really like what you said, though. Try to heal what's sort of at your doorstep first, mm-hmm. right? That's a really smart thing. Yeah. What are some of your biggest goals, would you say, over the next year, three years, five years? Mm-hmm. Maybe it could be a career-wise. Mm-hmm. We get that. That makes sense. Are you um, actively looking for a partner, maybe? Are you looking mm-hmm. for a dog are you looking for like a fish okay. what what are you looking for right now um i'm not really looking for anything but if i'm a strong believer of you work on yourself you do what's best for you and it will come to you mm. so i think it's like the law of attraction right mm-hmm. so i am a strong believer in that and so yeah if it comes and it comes in terms of relationship but as of for myself, I do want to work on my overthinking. Okay. I overthink a lot. I can tell. In fact, <laughs> you can tell. I can How? Tell. I mean, I can just tell people who overthink are the people who take a lot of notes. They do a lot of this. Oh, they yeah. do a lot of that. Just mm-hmm. So here's my thing right now. I have the answer. I can't say I have the answer. I have a answer. If uh-huh. you get asses in seats consistently, everything else will take care of itself. That's it right there. That's the answer. If you book appointments, Uh you get asses in seats, everything else takes care of itself. Hmm. No matter what. You mean expert in this, that, and that. Guess Mm -hmm. what? I I already have experts. Right. They're already in the office. Mm -hmm. What don't I have? Meetings. So what do I do? Mm -hmm. Get meetings. Everything else will take care of itself. Right. I think with me, I can book meetings easily, but it's more so in the process of booking these meetings, Mm -hmm. I do come upon clients or even friends or family where they ask me questions that I can't even answer. Yeah. And so I do want to be knowledgeable with like my product. Like I want to know what I'm selling. I want to know what I'm getting people into. Absolutely. 
before I could even, you know, talk about these things. And so that's why I take a lot of notes. It's mm-hmm. for me to really, me taking notes is me mentally, you know, it's like either you write it out or you type it out or you say it. That will help you memorize things. And for me, it's usually typing or like even talking about it will help me remember things. But I feel like if I know what I'm selling, I'll be more confident. I know what to talk about. And so, yeah, that's why I do that. <laughs> yeah. No, I get yeah. it. But are you talking about overthinking? Overthinking. overthinking. Yeah. So here's what happened with me. If you talk about overthinking, mm-hmm. um, I was giving myself migraines like maybe mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, you know, just like big new job, big transition, yeah. trying to create, um, you know, not having any income, just like at the bottom, starting out a new career, trying mm-hmm. to create something. I was just overthinking so much. My body was shutting down. I was just like getting headaches. Just, you know, you get that migraine. You're just laying in bed all day. You can't do anything. Mm-hmm. You're dizzy. You know, some people throwing up. Right. I figured out that you kind of just got to ride a wave. Whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. This is like not just our industry. This is just life. There's so much shit you can't control. Like it's like mm-hmm. if you're surfing, you you can only control how the board reacts with the wave. You can't mm-hmm. control the wave. Stop right. trying to just like focus on shit that you have no control over. Mm-hmm. Just ride that fucking wave. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Wait for the opportunity. It presents itself. Ride that fucking wave. Mm-hmm. You know? That's how I've been thinking about it. And it's decreased my headaches it's like helped my stress a thousand percent wow another thing is focusing on one thing at a time like as far as this whole multitasking Mm -hmm. thing or whatever sure multitask but i think what people are talking about when they like define multitasking Mm -hmm. is i call it like stay organized and then do one thing at a time and attack it and don't just do only one thing just one thing at a time Mm -hmm. and like just know what you're doing. So you can yes. flip to another thing. Just stay organized. No, mm-hmm. oh, I'm 50% done with that. Okay, I have to do this. That way when I get back to it, do the rest of the mm-hmm. 50. So for me, it's like if I'm, let's say, late to – I have meetings all day or whatever or, you know, we're coming up and I'm late right now and the right. weather is shit, what can I control? Mm-hmm. Get to the office. That's I'm true. not stressing about what happens when I get to the office. I'm not stressing about what happened earlier when I left home. Mm-hmm. I'm in my car. I can only do one thing drive to the office so now i get to the office mm-hmm. what is it get get set up get this now, now what is it all right open up the meeting start taking notes doing this it's only one i'm only one human being i can do one thing at a time mm-hmm. it's physically impossible for me to do like two things at a time or multitask in the way that people are talking about right. it right so what do you think about that um for sure my biggest struggle i do a bunch of things at once okay and I know it stresses me out, but like, I think I'm a lot better at it this year. Last year, I took on a lot of projects. Um, actually, the past two years, I took on a lot of projects that I didn't really finish yet. Mm-hmm. Soon, though. But my main focus right now is just, you know, New York life. Yeah. But after that, we're just going to see how it goes because I'm like, this is that time where I'm actually just doing one thing at a time Mm. even though I have so many ideas lined up as of right now it's like I cannot execute everything at once right now it's not it's like what do you I'm like trying to think of an analogy you know putting all your energy into one versus putting this amount of energy that you have into 10 things it's like there you go it's going to take longer for everything to grow. But mm-hmm. at least if you do it one at a time, it's like it will grow faster. Yeah. Less stress on your hand. There you go. And you'll get to where you want to be too. It's like this podcast right now. Uh-huh. I'm here with you. I can't yeah. be anywhere else right now. So mm-hmm. why think about anything else yeah. other than the thing that we're chatting about right yeah. now right mm-hmm. so that's dope but yeah i really think that it was really good that you came on i appreciate mm-hmm. you coming on and i think it's really cool that you took the opportunity you said yes yes you know what i mean because like i said me and hannah the, the amount of times we hear oh my god i'm busy mm-hmm. or 
yeah, I would do that, but uh, I just I'm not I'm not confident doing that right now, mm-hmm. or I'm uncomfortable doing it. Uh, maybe maybe later down the road, or yeah. you know, oh sorry, I'm canceling, but I don't want to give you like a redate to rebook or whatever like that. It's mm-hmm. just this place that we're building here right now, open door policy. You know, mm-hmm. come on anytime you want. Like I expect you to be here, mm-hmm. hang out. Do whatever. Watch okay. a movie. You know, have some popcorn. Wrestle with Kino. Kino is ready to wrestle, twenty four seven. If you can get Kino, here's here's the thing: is he'll give you thirty seconds of good cuddling affection. Mm-hmm. That's all you get. So when it happens, you better cherish it. You better. Oh my God, he's still right now. This is crazy. Because you have twenty five seconds, twenty, fifteen, fourteen, and then he just <laughs> explodes like a rocket again, and you go. Well, that was nice. I guess I'll have some more of that tomorrow, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I I really hope that you have a good time here and, mm-hmm. you know, you come back and you're always welcome on the podcast okay. anytime you want to come on. Like I said, it's a real easy setup. We're, right. we're chill around here mm-hmm. and super flexible. Whatever you're comfortable with, we're comfortable with. So And yeah, going back to it, like like you said, I said yes to this. So one thing about me, I say yes to everything because mm-hmm. why? It's an opportunity. You yeah. never know. Yeah. And so it goes back to like putting things out, putting yourself out there, putting yourself through uncomfortable situations because you never know when you're ready. But don't wait until you're ready because when will you be ready? I like that. You will never know. That's it right and there. And so that's why, you know, my friends, they're like, how do you go into a job interview and not prepare? It makes me even more nervous. Mm-hmm. I just got to put myself out there and I'll figure it out at the job interview. That's it right there. You never know when you're ready, but to prepare yourself to be ready, when is that going to be? And that uncertainty kills me. It's like, I wait. I'm just going to do it. That's it right there. Yeah. All right, guys, Natural Thoughts and Talks. Thanks for coming to another episode. Michelle, I appreciate it. I of hope course. you'll be back really soon. All right. Of course. Thank you for having me. All right, guys.